really skip the generations right yeah uh yeah it does sometimes so that's that's cool i hope you uh you know if you ever want a practice partner for spanish i got you that's right so um as we uh, as we get ready to dive into your vision and where where your vision of tea came from and and being able to launch a tea franchise you know along the, the lines of starbucks um what are three resources three books that you'd recommend to the audience if they've got a vision they want to fulfill well let's see i've i mean i've been exposed to so much stuff lately and um i i did go it was just kind of on a whim i've been doing so many cool networking events and so um i went to a i was actually uh realtors of san antonio so i think mostly women women realtors of san antonio and they had a guest speaker and he had a book called the liberty of our language revealed and it's thomas blackburn um i'm no wait thomas thomas we'll call him thomas <laughs> yeah we can update in the show notes that's okay yeah 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 i'll, I'll find it thomas um he wrote a book called um Thomas Blackwell, that's what it is, Blackwell. And so it's all about uh, speaking positivity into existence and how the impact of our words um, on everything around us and inside of us. So I've always been a little bit of a, you know, I'm a little bit cheeky. And so I won't say that I everything that comes out of my mouth is positive, but um, <laughs> it, his, his talk really made me think about that, you know, especially as you try to manifest something like like a business uh, and a business that's there to serve. Um, I've, I got a lot out of that. So um, power of our language and, and what we say, what we think and all that stuff tied together. Uh, another resource, um, I've, I'm doing a training right now called RFA, um, which is a couple of gentlemen, young guys, young guys from Florida who've put together a pretty intensive in and out kind of training for um, marketing. So I think a lot of people in my shoes, small business owners are going to be um, struggling to pay for the marketing. And what I found is when I when I paid someone else to do it, um, I thought, ah, this is going to be great. They're professionals. They'll put it together. But <laughs> I'm going to burst everybody's bottle right now. Ninety nine percent of marketers have no idea what they're doing. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, and you know, what I found, I'm not going to say they know what they're doing, but they were super sweet, super wonderful, but they just didn't, it wasn't me, you know, it wasn't in my, they weren't in my head. They could, they weren't putting out what the way I would do it or the way I would say it or em the emphasis I wanted to, to put on it. So I, I really feel like in my case, especially, it's not just a matter of not having, you know, a huge amount of money to put toward marketing, but really it's just about like, I want my version to come out my vision my um spin so i love that's that that's only two but i think that's enough <laughs> well that, that's good and that's pointed and to to respect the reality too i'm not calling out people for being bad but marketers we have a 99 percent loss rate as businesses over 10 years 96 percent literally lose and fail four percent hang on and so there's, there's a lot of things that are broken there um, right. So it's important as business owners that we read books like the E-Myth where, you know, somebody like Michael Berger, yeah, Gerber, right. who has multiple victories in business, breaks down greater formulas and capacities to understand how do we find the ones who are legitimate. And I'm very curious about the resource. I didn't catch it. How do you spell it? What What's the name of the resource? 
So it's it's a RFA. So they named their company Rich from Anywhere, and it's um, they have they have a couple of really cool things. I mean, they've actually developed an actual software called Communicate. Okay. And um, it, it'll do everything for you. It puts all your funneling, all of your emails, all of your marketing tools mm-hmm. in one place. They provide a lot of templates. They've really put a lot of work into it. And I was I was pretty impressed. And they, they just they reeled me right in. <laughs> nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely be uh, taking a look at it. We'll drop their link in the resources as well. The, the world of abundance, right? The law of abundance says when we find opportunities for expansion, the neat thing about expansion is you're not giving away the cake that you have. You're mm. more like cultivating a farm where you have more land to continue to grow what you're doing. Um, Adding so, layers to your cake, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well said on the cake analogy. So we will uh, cut to a break real quick. We'll be right back and we'll dive in about tea, Starbucks, coffee, la tea, all things wonderful with your vision, Leah, and uh, look forward to it. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, what's up, Vision Pros? Welcome into another episode of Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. And I'm excited to have a local native from the San Antonio area, Kerrville. And she's here with me. And I'm from San Antonio, too, for those who don't know this. So this is exciting because I'm usually interviewing people from all over the nation. And she's got a tea shop called La Tea Da with super high quality teas. And I know personally how incredibly hard it is to run small local businesses, starting from uh, being born to a mother, a single mother of six, who ran a gas station outside of San Antonio before there was anything outside of the 1604 loop. Um, I know the sacrifices and effort that she put into that. We also had a little restaurant in it. She called Salt and Pepper that was very quaint. And um, my grandpa owned a couple of, of gas stations as well. There was There was all sorts of learning opportunities growing up, watching the different developments of businesses, understanding, you know, how important small businesses are not only to America and to our economy, but to my personal life. I grew up around a lot of them. So I'm really happy that that Leah's got her shop. Um, you know, we look forward to seeing her shop continue to grow. And we're going to talk about her desires for expansion efforts to bring for to bring forward what Starbucks has done for cappuccinos, frappuccinos, all these different drinks, because a lot of us don't know a whole lot about the world of tea. And so we're gonna explore that today. Before I bring Leah on stage, I also want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors. Uh, The two sponsors that are listed right now are actually clients of ours. And I only work with people who inspire me um, and will inspire my four children as well. Uh, I got four children. I want to see them know that that I know I was a good example in life that I worked with people who made things that matter. Let's talk about Sean Lechuga and the Wellness Shop 365. Sean's actually become an amazing friend of mine. Um, He actually started also helping us with our pre-show processes of talking to people for this show because we saw opportunities to integrate our visions even further. What really caught my attention about him as a holistic wellness professional um, was that they were asking questions as deep as, what's your joy look like in life? What about spirituality in your career and not just your health, but your relationships and where you're volunteering? And Sean and Julianne 
have created this 365 wheel of life to run an assessment on that. And of course, they also help with the traditional aspects of, of wealth of, of health too, such as what's your diet and exercise look like? What supplements are you taking? And I've just found them an absolute joy to get to know and work with and talk to. And uh, we look forward to seeing their vision continue to expand. Melissa Gray of The Law Spot is also one of those sponsors. And having, again, helped so many different businesses out there that, you know, if I were to ask, the, I've worked with a few thousand businesses, and if I were to ask them, who is your legal counsel? 90% um, of them probably do not have somebody on hand. The ones that do likely just chose somebody and they probably pay retainers that are far higher, far higher than they need to. And they're probably fairly disconnected from that general counsel. Um, Melissa came onto the show and I was a bit nervous about that because I'm, I'm a very big nurturer. I don't like people who are conflict oriented and most attorneys I meet, they, they kind of get in your face pretty quick. She's a nurturer. She's also got the ability to be the professional attorney and she makes legal simple for people. She's based out of the Dallas area in Texas as well. And uh, again, I found her to be an absolute joy to work with. And she's building this program called the Law Spot that bridges the gap between the free resources out there like LegalZoom and Crocodoc. Um, and again, those those New York style retainers where you're getting charged by the minute um, and it's adding up fast and you're not necessarily getting that type of represent representation that makes you feel comfortable as as stewards of our lives, as stewards of our ventures and our visions. The more wise we become with how we do business, the more we learn about what we need to know about what we don't know, the more likely we're going to have success. So I hope that helps at least one of you. Um, feel free to contact them or check their episodes out. And we have the water project. <clears throat> I'm running out of water right now, but this is exactly why I bring this up. There's millions of people who would have to walk miles to go get water in this world. I get to walk to my kitchen. I think most of you listening in do as well. We don't have to go far for our basic resources. And so we have an opportunity to raise awareness. We have an opportunity to give back. What I love about the water project is they let you select the community that you're actually going to help and you get to see how many people are affected by it. You get to see what project they're going to complete and you actually get to see that project come to fruition as they email you with updates about what's going on, how the process works. I love their transparency and how they go about this. And, um, you know, these kids that I see on the screen right after this list of, of uh, projects showcases that these, these kids celebrate water like it's Christmas Day. Um, and while that simultaneously breaks my heart, it reminds me of the power and value and importance of bringing resources to people in the world. We've got 8 billion people in this world to help. Um, so if you have a cause that's near and dear to your heart, near and dear to your heart that you'd like us to contribute to, please drop that as, as a comment in the links. We'll be happy to take a look at it. We might even feature it on the show as well. So without further ado, we're going to explore Lati Da, bring Flores on stage. And Leah, welcome to Vision Pros Live. Hello, hello. Thrilled to be here. Happy to have you. We're going to dive right into this vision of, <laughs> of tea, um, you know, and your life, really. It's, it's, this is going to be very well-rounded. This is your show. So what is, what is your vision for those that you serve? Well, um, I am just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be here in San Antonio. Um, I discovered this little tea shop in Kerrville that was a phenomenal. And um, that's where I finished up my teaching career. And I fell in love with their tea. I've always been a tea drinker. But, you know, you find that one restaurant, Bill Miller, you know, has great tea. Yay. It's always, it's always fresh, always good. But mm -hmm. this was next level. I mean, these people. That's big. 
Yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't Bill rave Miller. about Bill Miller's. So that <laughs> you honored it. <laughs> and I mean, the yeah, time. they they have done their part. But I tell you what, I was level. I think I was I was think I was telling you that back in the 80s, um, when I finished college, we went on a little Europe trip um, with the little group, you know, the little group that you meet in, in school. Mm -hmm. And um, as an English major, of course, we were all just thrilled to be anywhere near Shakespeare and all that. But we yeah. are, um, we were in Europe and we were, we're passing these amazing, you know, three, 400 year old cafes with um, these gorgeous patios and everyone's drinking this amazing, foamy, creamy stuff. And we're like, what is that? What is that? And anybody out there who's mm -hmm. like me, you know, over 50, you know that we did not have cappuccinos, lattes and espressos in the in the old days we had a cup of joe and that was it and if you got real cream ooh, it was a banner day so we um we were over there just floored by the gorgeous fresh ground i mean they were making you could smell it coming out of the i mean it was it was like it was a mecca so yeah. um you know shortly after that when i got back from europe and i started hearing about this new kind called starbucks you know and they're bringing in all these cappuccinos and lattes and it's like you know lot venti back then it was really you know funny people are laughing about the different funny sizes and the funny names yeah but um but you know now look at us today 2024 you know if anybody goes a day without starbucks it's a, it's it's unusual right so it's exactly the I same i go for the cake pops i'm all about <laughs> my cake pops Ooh, okay that's good well you know what you like <laughs> So it's exactly the same story with tea. Um, just like with coffee, over the centuries, the rest of the world, you know, has has known all about teas and the value of tea and the health benefits of tea and um, the amazing variety and just soul soothing qualities of tea. Like I am just into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I have a lot of fun and I thought, thought to myself, am I going to get tired of saying this ever? Because when people come in the store, I immediately like stick their nose into a can of tea and, hmm. and say, smell this, smell this. <laughs> and we have, you know, we have zero artificial flavors in our tea. It's a hundred percent natural. Most of it's certified organic. There's a few glitches there where you can't get the certification, but most 90% of our teas are certified organic, but absolutely all natural. So you're not going to have any artificial flavors and you're going to see giant pieces of coconut, little tiny pieces of peach, little pieces of strawberries, dried orange. I mean, everything's in there, you know, sourced from the fruit and it's, it's amazing. So That's awesome. um, that is my i'm just so excited about the possibility of everybody learning about this and enjoying it kind of just like like we all did with coffee except with coffee you know there's a downside to coffee it's it's pretty yeah. harsh on your stomach it's pretty um it can be it can be very unhelpful as far as um anxiety and stress relief you know certain kind of stress relief that comes with having your nice cup of coffee but then there's that cap that intense caffeine that um i know personally i can feel it in my heart you know it's a little bit, it's a little yeah. bit much for me. So, uh, and then plus if you have stomach issues, um, then you can be really, you know, having some trouble when you're, when you're drinking too much coffee. So yeah. some people have told me, you know, Hey, I'm trying to get off coffee. I'm trying to cut back on coffee. So let's dive here for that mission as well, because we have so many awesome. options. almond biscotti. 
I'm just saying it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And I love your passion. I mean, that's what resonates about the vision. It's like, okay, like I can, I can see, feel, smell, taste, touch the vision just by listening to you describe it. Um, right. you know, and that, that shows the artistry in your passion and what you're up to. Um, I got, so what about for you? Um, looking at your, your vision from a more personal standpoint, what do you see for, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to interject with one business style thing here. When we talked about, um, naming this, naming this program, I named it to do for tea, what Starbucks did for coffee. Um, does that mean that you want to have these franchises all over the world in every corner? Or does that mean that there's a, is it about the experience and about bringing the, the reality to, even if it's just to local San Antonio, how big is this vision? How big do you want to see it go? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I was a teacher, so my vision, my whole, my whole life's work has always just been about the people right in front of me. You know what I mean? Nice. Like your students Serving are one. right in front of you and they're there every day and you got to entertain them and you got to engage them and you got to keep them learning and keep them loving learning. So that's kind of like, I'm just steeped in that, you know? So I'm doing the same nice. thing now. People come in and I am just loving learning, loving teaching them. And, and um, it's just, it's super rewarding for me to just be out and telling people about it. And the more people I can get in, the better. Right now, that's my biggest problem is I just don't have an, I don't have a little classroom full of, full of people. You know, I have, um, you know, I try to, I try every, you know, every kind of uh, tactic I can to get uh, more people in the door, spread the word, uh, that sort of thing. But my vision, I mean, I could see this because it's such an amazing product. I mean, and if you start looking online, like there's tea, tea websites, there's, there's plenty of places where the tea is sold and it can be mailed to you and you can enjoy it. Um, if you don't know to look for it, you're not going to know, but to have a place in town uh, like Tivana used to be. And I believe Tivana was sort of run out of town by Starbucks. If I know the story, right. That's, that's the story I keep hearing. I, I haven't researched it at all, but basically, you know, um, like Cowboys, Indians, they all got their perspectives. So, right, right, right. Either way. but it was a very popular store. And those of you, those of you out there who remember Tivana, like, like Lati does is doing the same thing right there and want to bring the loose leaf to my vision, I would say, is to make this popular and to also make or help people realize the health benefits. One of my customers told me today um, that her son told her, stop drinking embalming fluid. <laughs> and he was referring to diet drinks, um, those aspartame, all the all the um, really bad um, chemicals that basically we just willingly just put into our bodies all day long because we want to save yeah. calories or we're in a hurry or whatever. So, you know, it's a kind of a little bit of a learning curve, but the enjoyment, the pleasure, yeah. the um, the relaxation you get from a truly fresh cup of tea or glass of tea because this can be hot or cold. A lot of people come in and say, "Well, I like my tea cold." I don't. You know, we can't. can't these teas could be anything: cold, hot, mixed together, milk, no milk, honey, you name it. So it's yeah. just infinite, infinite, infinite variety. Which is the other big difference with coffee. Coffee has a pretty cool thing. Let's let's thing. let's leave coffee alone for a little while. Um, yeah, I yeah. like the vision on tea and, and what you're going for sure, there. For sure. There, and and I I don't drink coffee. 
um, either. But, you know, to respect people's variety of choice, I think that's what's cool about this is you're giving people more options and your focus is on these healthy options, too, that also happen to taste really good. So I'm excited for them to be able to try that. And well, and the, dive the, types into, of, uh, the types of health benefits are just amazing. Like there's a rooibos tea that a lot of people haven't heard of. It's from South Africa. It has amazing anti-inflammatory properties. So a lot of the yeah. ailments and aches and pains that we deal with are always about inflammation. So yeah. this tea is naturally caffeine free. So you can drink it at night and it just seeps into wow. your body all night long, relieving all that inflammation and other irritants. So those, it's just incredible the different um, health benefits because tea was like the original medicine, you know, yeah. thousands of years ago. So yeah, for a lot of cultures, absolutely. And uh, we're going to dive into a question driven towards helping the other visionaries who are listening in, um, you know, the other vision pros who want to build their their businesses as well. One of the one of the questions we ask leaders that come on the show is, what's the worst leadership experience you've ever had? Well, you know, I was an assistant principal for about 20 years. <laughs> so there's like, <laughs> which experience do I choose? Um, that's yeah. a tough spot to be in because you have to, um, you know, you have you have to balance the, the need to be a friend to the students and a resource and a guide and also a disciplinarian. So they don't, sometimes they don't want to hear what you have to say, or they've gotten themselves into a position that you now have to deal with and you're the face of the consequence. So there's just, I can't even tell you how many, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Um, I think though that in taking all that I've learned from, from that, those years in, um, in administration is, you know, to keep it, keep it, keep it positive. You know, everything, even when we mess up, it's a learning experience. Even when things don't go the right way or the way we want them to, it's we're going to go on. We're going to persevere. We're going to learn from this. We're not going to make the same mistakes twice. So that, you know, and, and then every day, I mean, as a new business owner, that's my lesson every every 20 seconds. Oh, I don't want to do that again. So yeah. my first text blast this morning and I scheduled it for 8 a.m. So guess how many people unsubscribed when I woke them up? <laughs> yeah. That so, that is one more reason for them to be. Please come back. Please come happens. back. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, it people people are going to be upset no matter what we do. We'll find some. You know, you can't please everybody. At the right. same time, it, there are certain lessons. You're right that say, "Oh man, um, you know, I probably could have, um, I could have, probably could have lost less people <laughs> in the process of that timing." So, well said. Think, Thank you well, for acknowledging that. We is, make mistakes as visionaries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing, too, is, you know, if you're a visionary, you can't do it alone. So you have to have a team and to keep your team where you want them to be is a lot of positivity, a lot of encouragement, a lot of grace, um, because, yeah. you know, a lot of us visionaries, I don't even know if I'd call myself a visionary, but a lot of people in my position, um, they're kind of, you know, my way or the highway, I've got the best idea in the room, yada, 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 you know, and you have to check, check, check that as much as you can, because you can't do it alone. You shouldn't try to do it alone. And you don't want to alienate yourself so that you have to do it alone. Because if you drive all those people the way that are willing to help you, that's, you're going to find yourself in a very bad spot. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, we, I would agree with you. Most people don't consider themselves visionaries. Um, it would be pretty dangerous to go around introducing yourself in the, in the normal <laughs> world. Um, you know, hey, I'm a visionary. Um, you know, I think people would not understand the context of that. 
Um, so there's definitely a unique subset of individuals who are attracted to the show and, and come towards it. And the idea of, of the visionary is somebody who's got a plan, right? A plan is a vision and it's an opportunity to perhaps, uh, and a goal as well. You mentioned struggles earlier and goals related to the struggle. And yeah, if a goal doesn't have a struggle, it's not really a goal. Um, well, it's so funny, like, cause you asked the question, you know, how did all this start? And so literally, if I think about it, it was all about like, Oh, I want to take this to San Antonio and share this because everybody doesn't know about it. <laughs> That's a and huge vision. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like my whole, my whole idea was just to share. And that's kind of like, I think what makes my situation, I'm, I didn't go into this to be like, Ooh, let's create a, let's be an entrepreneur. Let's, I didn't even realize that I had to be an entrepreneur to do this. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, I'm not in it for the money. I don't care about money. If you're in education for 20 years, you learn to live in your, within mm -hmm. means, and that's, and I'm perfectly happy. So, you know, it's not yeah. about that. It's about really genuinely sharing and helping people because people need help. We've got the highest levels of diabetes, you know, diabetes related illnesses, yeah. um, all that I'd stuff. I'd like to ask you on the, on the positive side of leadership, let's flip, let's flip to the opposite end. What has been your best leadership experience ever? Uh, you know, and again, I would say it's all about team because when I have was so lucky, I was at Clark high school and Tyvee high school with the most amazing people. Um, and I could, if I try to list them all by name, but I'd, I'd leave somebody out. Um, but they're, and they are all people that you, whose names you would probably recognize because they're so well-known in education because they just give, give, give. So the experience I had was just being around those people, emulating them, learning from them, um, understanding how to give grace, to give space, to give, give, give. I mean, that's all, that's all you do in education. It's just, you're just constantly, pouring yourself out. And when you have those excellent role models yeah. and you have a team where everyone has the same goal and everybody is focused on the same goal and they're in it to win it and nobody gets tired because, you know, we're all just going to go, go, go till 1130 at night when the football game's finally over. Um, you know, it's a lot. And my shout outs always to the educators and the administrators and the teachers, because um, that's, yeah, that's where I learned everything. And it's just a way of life that says, other people are more important than I am. You know, I'm, I love that you give the shout out to Clark High School. I grew up in Oak Meadow, um, which is right there on Northwest Military and Hebner. You're probably very familiar. And yeah, we were yeah. just outside of the North uh, Side School District. But the North Side School District and the Northeast School District, as a public school um, product myself, like, were amazing. Um, absolutely incredible teachers, absolutely incredible experiences. A lot of my friends have gone on to do absolutely incredible things in the world. Um, and it's, I, from what I understand, it's not super common in the, the <laughs> public space, but you know, you're, you're right. The team, you know, when a team comes together and a team's able to work together, it just makes, it makes the process enjoyable and learning is far easier when people are enjoying what they're doing. So if you were, if this was your last chance to give a powerful lesson with the world uh, of visionaries, people who, who want to pursue their dreams, people who want to do something big. What's the powerful lesson that they can learn from your experience? Well, I mean, I think honestly, it's it, if you want to do something, you have to make sure you have the right why. Like, what is your why? And that's pretty 
pretty common these days, especially in education. We have, we always have to ask ourselves, what's our why? Why why are we doing this? And then that why absolutely has to be about in education. It's about the students. In business, in my mind these days, it's got to be about your customers and the people that you're trying to serve. So it's you know if you're if you're like oh I want to make a bunch of money, let's do it. You know it's. It's not really about that, and it's probably not going to go too well, um, and it's not going to be very fun. Because you know what's worse though is when it does go really well, and then they find themselves twenty, thirty, forty years later, very empty. Yeah, that's what I really feel bad for is the ones who pursue the cash as the as the means as the you know I'm doing this for that, and Mm -hmm. they, they don't find their depth. Um, it's, it's, it's really sad to see that. So, um, it it can work, but I I love the depth that you're talking about. In fact, you got a great testimonial that just came in. Um, and I'd like to highlight that. And that'd be Christine, Christian Gutierrez, who says what sets La Tida apart from all the other tea shops in San Antonio is Leah, the knowledge, the passion, dedication that she brings to the community is second to none. The Sunday tea tasting is definitely a unique, fun and calming experience. Oh, thank you, Christian. I love that. It, I mean, what what better way to say like he, he knows your why, you know, like he feels that why as a uh, you know as a patron of of your establishment. That's cool. Yeah, every Sunday we do a, a absolutely free tea tasting, two o'clock. Uh, bring your whole family if you want. Everybody gets a cute little teacup, and you know it's super super fun. And you get to try. We try always try five different teas. So if you've never tasted an oolong, you've never tasted an herbal. Um, it kind of gives you a chance to explore that and get familiar with um, with the teas. So it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I want to I want to come back to the establishment and more about the experience of working with uh, or, or attracting people who may be unfamiliar with tea, um, you know, and, and may not know that one, some of us, like I grew up thinking tea was nasty, um, you know, <laughs> and yeah. I also came up from a religion standpoint where we were blanket taught tea and coffee, like never touch. Um, and then I started learning later about herbal teas and how beneficial they are. Um, thanks to my stepdad, he started to introduce me to herbal teas and said, no, this is actually good for you and, and healthy. And, and so I started to, I started to understand that there was a place for it, but I, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so one of the challenges I think that your business faces that sushi places often face as well is how do I, how do I educate people to feel comfortable? <laughs> oh my gosh. I totally remember. What's that? Yeah. I, I totally remember like, again, in the eighties, nobody had ever heard of sushi. I thought it was the most disgusting thing I have ever heard. How can people sit there and eat raw <laughs> fish? Oh my gosh. What are they thinking? That's so bizarre. Now what's my favorite food? Sushi. Yep, sushi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, seriously, like it's, it's crazy how delicious um, sushi is and how good for you. And so we, it's just ignorance, you know, ignorance what's the experience like when we go into your tea shop, what, what can we anticipate experiencing? Well, and I think you're right. So, you know, people will say, I don't like tea. And most of the time it's because, um, tea does have one very important, um, re- uh, re- requirement and that is do not oversteep your tea. So people think, oh, I'll just leave it in there a little longer. It'll taste so much better. It'll be stronger. The longer, the better. Um, yeah. So that's wrong. <laughs> um, it's like overcooking a steak, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And so a lot of teas, so, okay, this is a lot, but black teas, green teas, oolong teas, white teas, those are actual teas. So they have actual tea leaves from the very same bush, the very same tree. Um, and it's just a matter of how they're processed. Are they dried? Do they have water in their process? Are they rolled? Are they, are they flat? Are they outside? Are they inside? There's a whole, every distinct type of tea has a, has a different way it's processed. So herbals, rooibos, and wellness teas have no tea leaves in them. Okay, so the only reason they're called tea is because they're steeped, and that's pretty much the definition. So having said all that, <laughs> um, you do want to be very careful with the ones that are actual tea leaves because you can ruin them. They taste awful. I mean, literally in a matter of seconds, they'll go from beautiful, floral, blooming, lovely flavor to the bitterest, nastiest, most tangy, um, metallic taste you've ever had. So so that's important. And so that's why we, you know, every time we do a tea tasting, I educate everybody on all that and try to help them understand how to avoid bad tea, because there really is no such thing as bad tea. I mean, you can be allergic to something, but we can pretty much put any of our two teas together and they almost taste, um, always taste amazing. Uh, we came up with one the other day, Jasmine Pearl with a white Earl Grey. <sighs> It's amazing. Like it is That's so, awesome. so, so good. And those teas must steep for two and a half minutes only, only two and a half minutes. So if you've been steeping your tea for 10 minutes, no, it's quick and beautiful and fast and fresh. That. And it's going to be good. San Antonians, Texans, and people throughout the world. Uh, mm -hmm. You got to give La Tida a shot. You got to come to San Antonio. You got to try it out when you're in town. Um, it's, it's, uh, in a, it's actually a fantastic area of town too, on the North side of San Antonio, right of 1604, correct? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. We're yeah. right there in the, in kind of like smack dab in the middle of stone Oak. So, um, yes. it might be a little bit of a haul, but I have recently, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. I've, I've recently set up an entire website, all online shopping. And the great thing about, um, La Tida is that even if you're in Wisconsin, we can get on the phone. We can talk to you about what ails you. We can talk to you about what oh you love, gosh. what you don't love, and we can help you choose um, the tea that's right for you and we'll ship it right to you. That's and amazing. It'll, it'll arrive on your front step and you can enjoy it as long as you want. <laughs> that's fantastic. So there's a, there's an e-commerce side of the business as well that I was, I was actually unaware of. So I'm excited for that because yeah, everybody who's listening in now can have an opportunity for that. So, um, the, if you're in the south side and you don't want to walk, you know, drive all the way over here um, through all the traffic and the closed highways and all that good stuff, then same thing. We'll just yeah. mail it straight to you and you won't have to, to venture out until you're ready. That's awesome. And I bet this makes a fantastic gift as well. Valentine's is coming up. Um, you know, you might be able to get a rush order in for that for somebody who likes to try new experiences. If they like try new foods, like try new drinks, then this would be an amazing opportunity to help expand their palate. Um, Lee, I would like to ask before we wrap up for other visionaries as well that are listening in, what are some of the greatest lessons and, and challenges um, and victories? It can be any one of those three that you've learned about business ownership um, as you've run this establishment because so many people go in um, and and don't know what's ahead of them on that path. And I, don't, I don't necessarily want to scare people, but I do want people to be aware of the 
you know, the paths that are kind of already carved out um, or the paths that we need to say, no, don't go down this path. That happens a lot in business. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Well, gosh, where to begin? Um, so I was originally a franchise and the franchise had a lot of um, tight, tight control regulations, over, restrictions, Yeah, type of, of what I could do for marketing. A lot of their stores are in small towns. They do a great job. Just word of mouth. Everybody loves it. Like in Kerrville, everybody knew about nobility. Everybody told everybody about nobility and it was just, you know, amazing. So um, when I got to San Antonio in a large market, uh, that does not work at all. Mm -hmm. So the big lesson, this is it. This is a big lesson I would, I would say is partnership, partnership, partnership. I did not start networking right out the gate. I, I didn't know anything about networking. You don't network in education. Okay. <laughs> There's no networking in education. You just, um, everybody just shares and you, you get online and you share with people all over the world and every, everything is just all about sharing and making, making things better. But in business, it's a little bit different. So I start, once I started networking though, I realized that just like in education, everybody just wants to share. They want it. They want you to be successful. They want to figure out how you can help each other. And so, for example, you just said Valentine's Day. I have a lovely little pop up coming up on Saturday afternoon from four to seven. We've got all female vendors and artisans. They're going to be selling their stuff. They're going to be bringing in their people. I'm going to be bringing in people for them. And we're just going to showcase um, fabulous gifts, homemade, complete, one of a kind, unique. You can't get anywhere else. And that's the kind of partnership. And these ladies just came in. Everyone I've met, everyone I've talked to, um, San Antonio Networking Group, Working Moms of San Antonio, um, NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners. All I have met so many wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and BNI, they just all come together and they, they gather around you and they say, let's do it. I just met today with um, two fundraisers. They want to do a leukemia and lymphoma fundraiser. So we're going to be doing that uh, coming up in a few weeks. It's going to be amazing. Um, we're going to be um, putting some challenges out there, getting people revved up about raising money for cancer research. Um, so it's just the possibilities are endless, but you have to get out there. It's not <laughs> not going to come into your little shop you'll be sitting by yourself staring at an empty at an empty room for until you finally lose your lease so um yeah that's that's my that's my nugget it's a network partner partner support support um and keep it positive like and every beautiful networking event i've gone to has said the same thing it's like you have to give before you get and so that's um that's the lesson right there i think I love that. And, and there's, you know, I heard the two lessons. One was uh, in small towns, the game's different. Um, right. And we started this conversation, we were talking about marketers and I, I said something that could be seen as very, very rude, which is 99% of marketers don't know what they're doing. I would say the other thing that you learned in the process was to listen, was to listen to your market. Um, and that's the challenge I see with most marketers. They want to tell you how to do things or what to do, but in marketing, much like being a doctor, if we don't analyze, if we don't take an analysis of where the person's at, what's going on with the market, what the market research is telling us about today versus yesterday and this demographic versus that demographic, then it doesn't matter how much we talk about how great we are. At the end of the day, people don't care how much you know. 
until I know how much you care. And if you don't care about the people you're serving, you're not going to figure out the challenges and how to solve them. So uh, I would say those two factors, mm -hmm. partnerships, 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 that applies on the global and national level as well. It also very much applies to the, the local business factors of what we do. And and Leah, I, I love how well you've emulated listening to your to your customers. I'll pull one more up here because uh, we had one other comment from, was it Ruby? And it got buried in here. Here we are, Ruby Diaz. Can't wait to stop by for tea on Sunday. Um, so you got somebody coming in and uh, we will awesome. look. We look forward to seeing your success um, following along as, as you continue to grow the business. Uh, vision pros, those who are listening in, if you have a vision that you'd like to share in the top right corner of the page, there will be a button that says, be our guest. We would love to hear your wholesome visions, what you're trying to bring to the world. Uh, you don't have to be Bill Gates or Michael Jordan, but if you're listening, Mike, you're welcome to come on the show too. Um, and the rest of you, if you, you have follow questions. Me. <laughs> Feel free to, to, to yeah, exactly. <laughs> MJ, you can follow Latida as well. Exactly. <laughs> and the rest of you, uh, we'll have all of the links that are pertinent for Latida as well in the landing page on the show notes. Um, you can catch those there. And Leah, we appreciate you being here today. This was awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I really appreciate you too, Jackson. Absolutely. I'll see you soon. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent time building out your vision.